Are we live, guys? Are we live? Uh, mic check. Yes. One, two, three. Mic check. We're ready! Welcome to Control C, the podcast where friends get together to discuss, enjoy, and turn movies apart. On this episode, we'll be discussing Rock of Ages, released on June 15, 2012, directed by Adam Shankman. All right. So on today's panel, we have Cece. Hello. Chris. Rock! And Lindsay. Hello. And today I'll be your host, Ray Ray, uh, which I love movies, I love musicals, but I still don't know what I'm doing with my life. And uh, for this one, I picked Rock of Ages because musical and it's from the 80s. Two things Based I love the most. The 80s, but not from the 80s, right? I mean, not from it's the 80s. You know what I meant. Yeah, it is. You know what I meant. But, but it's, it's, it's supposed to take place in the 80s. Correct. So it's about a boy and a girl. It's a, <laughs> I was going to do something like... I was going to start singing that Journey song. Yeah. Living in a lonely Just world. A small town girl. <laughs> That's what the movie's about. Living in a lonely world. Right? She goes I to believe it. they sing that song, too. They yeah, do, they do. They do a rendition of it. So, yeah, that's why I picked it. I know she wants to be a singer, right? Yep. Yep. And uh, he wants to be a singer as well. They, everybody wants to be a singer. Well, yeah. can you blame us? No, it's the 80s. It's the best Especially ever, Especially back then, yeah. Before all the streaming media stuff happened. So, what is your... Because I know you said you hated it, but you loved the music. Oh, you you took my wind out of my sails. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So basically is take my breath away. Yeah, literally. Um, <laughs> so I wanted to I wanted to propose this to the people who liked it, and, and this is this is me now because I was gonna reveal this a little bit later, but now since Ray you know took me out of the closet per se. Um, that was Love Simon. <laughs> that was Love Simon. CC, did you like this? Just say, I, just say yes or no. Yeah, just, I mean, be honest. Not everybody's going to like the movie. Not, lo- like, like well, whether, like, even if it's loved or it's if it's okay, like, did you did you hate it? No. Okay. Lindsay, did you hate it? No. Ray, obviously you love this yeah. one. I did, because here's the thing. I feel this movie has no story, and this isn't actually even a movie. What this movie has is an amazing soundtrack. That is it. I feel that the the storytelling and the story in and of itself is a waste of time, and I um, and I could not like, literally. I did not watch the film. I could not even really watch the film, but I could not stop looking up every time that a song would come off because the the soundtrack was amazing. So that's why I like the way so that I'm proposing it. Is it an actually good movie or is it just an amazing soundtrack? Did it feel more like a documentary? No. <laughs> Like nothing? No, I had just no the feeling. soundtrack. Well, it, was a, it was a stage show first. Yes, it was, and I think that maybe that might have been more interesting to see, or at least to me, it would have been a little more interesting. But for me, it really just was about the soundtrack. For me, it was just yeah, I love the music. Like that, you could not take away from the film. I mean, that's the main reason why I picked it. One, I love musicals because I love music, of you course. Do. And two, because it took place. It's supposed to be taking place in the eighties. And that is my favorite music Your by favorite far. Era of music. Yeah, my favorite music era ever. Like right. I would rather listen to '80s all day long than listen to music nowadays. That makes sense. I um, I don't know. I'm I'm with you, Chris, in that the storyline was, I mean, it was so 
the actual plot is that girl meets guy. She comes from a small town in. No, um, you got it wrong. <laughs> it's uh, the TV show is called Girls Boy Meets World. Sure. Um, and then there's a, a boy who wants to be a, a singer, who wants to be a star like Stacy Jacks, who is the star, you know, the big rock star of the time. Um, and then Tom Cruise. Yeah, played by Tom Cruise. Um, and then the side the side track is that. There's a like a mother's women's group who thinks that rock and roll is the devil and they're trying to stop it from taking over the brains of bees. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's the basic plot, and it do, it's not necessarily um, like done very well. But for me, this movie had so many random little hilarious things that it kept me interested. So like. It was very specifically, place. I'm going to give you a very specific example. Um, when Stacy Jacks is being interviewed by the reporter played by Malin Ackerman. Um, so first off, I don't know if anybody else caught this, but he had a monkey called Heyman. Mm-hmm. Yes. And when he's throwing everybody out of the room, Heyman gets upset, and he's like, "It's okay, buddy. You can you can do the do the next one with me." <laughs> Which implies that he's. That screwing groupies with his monkey. Yes. I I just, okay, so I caught that, but I thought it must have, it had to be me. Like, I was like, no, there's no, no way No, no, that is exactly what it, what okay. it was. Okay. Oh, shit. And then you follow that up with them singing this big ballad of I Want to Know What Love Is, which is one of my favorite yeah. songs ever. And he ends up singing it directly to her ass. Like, directly to her ass. It's and true. I crack up every single time I see it. I've seen this movie a couple of times. And I always forget that it's there, and then it happens, and then I'm crying. <laughs> so hard. Because he's literally singing, I want to know what love is, to her ass crack through her underwear. And I'm just like, who, who decided this? Who, who made this decision? I mean, what the fuck? And it's just so over the top and ridiculous. Yeah, Chris, how can you not like that? Again, no. The story of it sucked. It was very generic. It wasn't done well. It, it just it. If you're if you're looking at it, if you look at musicals, like if you look at the really good musicals, they have a beginning, a middle, and an end. You just said yourself this movie was all over the place, and it was. And it had a lot of funny parts, and I will give it that. And it had a lot of moments where I was like, "This is fucking stupid," and I laughed, and I kept saying it over and over again. In the soundtrack again, like I'll, I'll say it, it was amazing. But I just I could not, I couldn't get into the story. I didn't care. I honestly didn't care. I didn't care that he ended up in a boy band because, and I don't know if it's because I've had exposure into the music business and maybe that that's like a little bit of it because I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what would have happened. You're an idiot for doing that, you know? Like it, it's one of those scenarios where to me, I, it just wasn't interesting. It, it didn't keep me entertained. Oh, Some you of weren't it a boy band? Kind of what? You weren't a boy band. How did that go? <laughs> I'm going to move on from that. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm sorry. Oh, so, shit. that was a good one. Oh. That was a good one. High five. High five. Yeah. <laughs> Virtually high five. Oh, That's, uh, wow. Yeah. No, I just, I, I just couldn't get into the story. I didn't care what happened to him. I didn't care what happened to her. When she turned into a stripper, I was like, well, at least it's not porn. Like, is it really that big of a deal? (laughs) You know, because originally I thought she was going to do porn. So, uh, it just, I didn't, 
I wasn't emotionally invested in it. Um, yeah. We already know how I feel about Tom Cruise, so I'm not even going to touch that. But like, the, movies the one thing I did find freaking ridiculous, he had the tattoo of his crotch piece on his chest, and like <laughs> Cece had to point that out to me. I was like, what the fuck? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, I didn't know that either. I guess, Wait, what? Really? Okay, so the design of his crotch piece in the beginning concert when you first see him is tat is what's tattooed on his chest. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. So it's one of, like literally like basically stating what he really only cares about is his dick. So I mean it's over like, his heart. Looking oh god. Like just looking at it, like you, you look at him and like I look at rock stars and rock stars I wanted to be like and emulate and like I see why and I look at that and there it's just so like I don't know. The the way it was portrayed I guess part of it too. I just I could not get into it, man. I really tried, and like I said, I enjoyed it as long as I was looking away, or <laughs> I enjoyed it as long as I was listening to the music, but I, I could not get into the action movie. Sam, for me, it wasn't necessarily horrible. Um, there were times that I was like, all right, let's just move on or let's play a song, you know, do something. Yeah. So I enjoyed it. The music was fantastic. Well, the, the music can't be undersold. That's the thing. It's, it's, yeah. well, it's and all I like, the I, I think the part that I liked most was that they sang it themselves. Yeah. Like, that's Tom Cruise singing. Yep. And you know what? I, mean, I will say something positive. I did enjoy his voice in it. He did pretty yeah. well. And... I actually had like this flashback to um, forgetting Sarah Marshall and getting get him to the Greek with Russell Brand when Russell Brand <laughs> started singing. Oh my god, that scene with him <laughs> he's fucking at his crotch and shit. Because I absolutely loved um, I love Russell Brand as a singer. Like um, his Aldous Snow character that he did. Mm-hmm that music like I actually went out of my way to listen to that music more than once <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was fun and I liked that they didn't even really try and make Alec Baldwin sing like just let him kind of make noises that sounded like he was singing <laughs> came out okay in the end like I, I don't know I loved the aesthetic I loved the music you know the story to me to me because everything else was so good, the story didn't matter. Yeah. It's like, wait a, I didn't pay attention. I tell you, I've only picked this because music. Music was. Because yeah. as far as the story goes, I didn't... I'm with you. I really didn't care. As long as I got to hear them singing. That was what I was waiting for. And, and that is the one piece you cannot take away from this film. There's no question about the quality of the music. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think what I would love is to see this on stage because to see see these songs played live exactly. I mean we're not some of these bands obviously aren't together anymore and the ones that are aren't really touring as much or as often or as widespread as they used to because they're old because they're older and you know there's just you're never going to get to hear Foreigner sing or Chicago yeah. or yeah such good like, bands you know what I mean so to hear a good example would be um, Musical Beautiful mm-hmm. so Carol Carol King wrote like half of the things that you loved that came out of the 60s and 70s. You might not know it, but she wrote a ton of stuff. 
and to hear it played live, even though it's not technically her, but played in a way that sounds like her and is done with the same kind of, you know, love and affection that she would have played it, I think that's, there's something to be said for that. I mean, especially because what it boils down to is you do this on the stage and it's just you are in a concert. That's literally what it becomes. And it's this giant rock concert. At that point... I feel that you can even go bigger. There are more pyrotechnics and more stuff, and it would make it a much more interesting show. Like, you know, I, I don't know if, any, if anybody's ever been to a rock concert, especially a headlining act, uh, especially people along the lines of, like, Marilyn Manson. You know what a stage production can be. You know what I mean? You know yeah. what can be done with lighting, with pyrotechnics, and literally just loud music playing at you. So yeah. to see this live would... Pff, man... That, at that point, and very much, I think, <clears throat> for me, uh, comparing it to Rocky Horror Picture Show, where I couldn't really enjoy it, you know, until I watched it in the right setting and with the right people. You know, and I think that that would, goes a long way, is, is, you know, who you're with and the experience you have watching it. So, as a stage show, I'd, be, I'd fucking love to see it. I'd love to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think this would be amazing on the stage. True that. Yeah. What's so funny? I want to let... No, no. Uh, we, we just got, like, real quiet. Oh. I was like, was... you've run out of things to say already? Yeah, I think. <laughs> I mean, because we don't care about the movie, per se. We just care about the <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry if I kind of destroyed your pick. No, I, no, I didn't, no. I didn't mean to destroy it. It's just, it really boils down to, like, as a, as a film, at least, to me, I just feel yeah. that, you know... It's just really great music. You know, I it what it made me want is to watch other ones. Other so, like, it made me want to watch. It made me want to pick up. Um, I just watched Cry Baby lately, so I'm not going to watch that one again. But like, um, Bye Bye Birdie. I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. know it's such a good one. Um, you know, going back and watching other musicals that are a little bit older that have such great music in them, where maybe the the plot isn't as strong as it could be. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I, I'm glad I watched it to finally be able to see it, because this is this was also my first time watching it. Yeah. So, I'm glad I've seen it, but I, again, I'm definitely down for a stage show. You know, um, uh, Chris Hardware played Stacey Jacks Okay, so I wasn't sure who he played, but that, and like I was going to ask. Stacey? Yeah. Makes sense. Ooh. Chris Hardwick? Okay. Yeah. Formerly of the Nerdist Network? Yeah, I know who he is. Because I, I used to watch the Talking Dead. Dead. Yep, him too. He used yeah. to... Talking Dead and... What was it? He did some other stuff too. He, he does a lot of stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I know that he was part of it um, through listening to his podcast, but yeah. definitely would... Yeah, I go back to the stage show. But yeah, I feel like I took the air out of your sails. I mean, it happens. Yeah, you always ruin my shit. It's all good. I'm used to it. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean... I, I just... I feel bad a little bit. No. <laughs> but, I mean... Again, like I said, I picked it I want to listen to it again. I picked it for the music, not for... Because it was a musical, and because it took place in the 80s, that's why I picked it. Put it this way, I'll buy the soundtrack, not the DVD. For real. <laughs> so, 
makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I guess right, and there's really not much. Yeah, this is we kind of it. covered everything. That's why I'm like, man, I feel like I destroyed this. I'm sorry. What would you give it? <clears throat> Music wise, I'll give it five out of five. Hey man, movie wise, I'll give it a zero. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just two. Oh, shit. Um, two? I was going to say, music-wise, I give it five crotch tattoos. <laughs> crotch tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> as far as music goes, as far as story goes, I, I, I give it I give it one, one sad rock musician. Okay. All right. Lindsay? Um, I will go, um, music-wise... Five bad wigs. <laughs> Five bad wigs. <laughs> and storyline wise, I'll go with uh, two philandering politicians. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Um, music, I'm going to have to go five out of five. Um, special bottles being dropped on the floor. Um, then, see, this is where I'm torn because I liked it, but I didn't like it, but I did like it. So I'm going to go ahead and do three out of five. Yeah, I'll do middle. Three out of five, um, limousines. Okay. I'll give it, music-wise, five out of five. I want to know what love is. (laughs) (laughs) Movie-wise, I'll give it a 2 out of 5. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. 2 out of 5. I forgot. Uh, that scene with Homeboy. Uh, <laughs> Ru- what's his name? Russell? Russell Brand? Yeah, when he was singing and just moving his crotch. Really? <laughs> that's <laughs> that's so crotch gyrations? That's yeah, that shit is so funny. <laughs> when they were talking in there, he's like, I feel the same way. Are you fucking me? Are you fucking with me? Are you serious? Because you know I am. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, that's what I, I want to talk about. Zeta um, Zeta Jones. I think that's right. Catherine Zeta Jones. There you go. That mm-hmm. one. That's another the reason why I picked it. <laughs> yeah, I do not blame you on that. And the fact that she was the... The girlfriend. The girlfriend. Oh, yeah. The groupie. The groupie. And basically the whole reason it came down to us because she was just pissed that he wasn't one of... With her. Yeah, <laughs> and then to see her, you know, getting all hot and heavy, and trying to compose herself as she's talking bad about this gentleman, <laughs> it's just hilarious. And then you see her in the crowd with the glasses on, and all. <laughs> it's like, yep, three total, total three sixty there. True that, man. I mean that did that did improve the show a little bit. <laughs> Anything else you might want to add before we leave? I mean, I don't have anything to say. You ruined my movie. Buy the soundtrack. Don't buy the DVD. It's fucked up. Just whatever you've imagined in your head for Journey's song about the small town girl and whatever, just keep that in your head as your imagination goes and then put like a random storyline to that and you'll be fine. (laughs) There's your movie. There's your movie. Yeah, I could see that. Well then, I mean, I was kind of sad that she ended up going to stripping. 
Well, there was, no, there was nowhere else she was going to go. I know. Yeah, no. I mean, it made else. sense, and that's what you were going to do when you're, you know. She didn't have money to go back to whatever the hell she came from. So she had to do something. There's a Midwest state somewhere. Oklahoma or Kansas. Yeah, Oklahoma. Oh, no. That, wasn't it Hollywood? No, she came from Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. True. Never mind. I'm mistaken. My bad. <laughs> well then, thank you for joining us here at Control C in our review of Rock of Ages. Remember to join us every Monday for a new episode, and please make sure you subscribe and rate us on our podcast service everywhere. For this and other shows, join us on geekandcast.com and follow our Twitter at geekandcast. You can also visit our Facebook and our Instagram accounts. Thank you to our cast, Chris. Later. Lindsay. Bye. <laughs> Cece. Bye-bye. And I'm your host, Ray. Until the next one. Rock on! Rock on!